just got a notification my brother Lasmore he dressed uh dropped got three new pieces of material so uh this first one here is 25 minutes so i'm gonna have to stop the anchor and restart it but this recording on black spear it'll continue all right here we go now here's an article that caught my attention this morning it says ninth grade girl sues south carolina high school over pledge of allegiance confrontation marissa barnwell said a teacher pushed her up against the wall for walking to class instead of stopping and reciting the pledge of allegiance but fuck that flag uh, that's her on the left that's her mom that's her father oh father family great And they got their lawyer, Tyree Bailey. Bailey, Columbia, South Carolina. The parents of a ninth grade South Carolina student who said she was accosted by a teacher for walking to class instead of stopping and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, are suing the pre-teacher principal and school district and state educational said state education officials. Marissa Barnwell says she was walking quietly to class and decided not to stop for the pledge or a moment of silence that followed. The teacher yelled at her, confronted her, and pushed her against the wall. Barnwell was then sent to the principal's office, which she said was humiliating because she feared she was in trouble. The principal sent her back to class, but Barnwell said he never let her know that the teacher was wrong and she was right. I was completely and utterly, utterly disrespected. Barnwell 15 said at a news conference Thursday, according to the state newspaper. No one has apologized. No one has acknowledged my hurt. The fact that the school is defending that kind of behavior is unimaginable. Barnwell's parents are suing the River Bluff High School teacher, the principal Lexington School District, one and the South Carolina Education Department, excuse me, in federal court saying they violated the girl's civil rights and her First Amendment rights to both free speech or not to speak at all. A state law passed more than 30 years ago requires public schools to play the Pledge of Allegiance at a specific time every day. But that law also prohibits punishing anyone who refuses to recite the pledge as long as they are not disruptive or do not infringe on others. The thing that's beautiful about America is we have freedoms, said Tyler Bader, the family's lawyer. Students in our schools should feel safe. They should not be feel threatened for exercising their constitutional rights. Barwell said she called her parents in tears and they said the teacher and principal district were never, never responded. Lexington School District 1 said its attorney is working on a response to the lawsuit and didn't have any additional comment. River Bluff High School's website indicates the teacher and principal are still working at the school. I was just in disbelief, Barwell said. And that she told the teacher, get your hands off me. Okay, here's the video of the incident in question. 
And good evening. Now we begin tonight in Lexington County as a family there is suing a school district after they say an employee put hands on their child after she refused to take part in the Pledge of Allegiance. Our Peyton Lewis is joining us tonight. She's got the details on what's going on here. JR, the family lawyer says this took place last November when the Pledge of Allegiance was going on. This student was walking to class and now the family wants to file a lawsuit. This video taken inside River Bluff High School is now at the center of a federal lawsuit. In the video, you see 15-year-old Marissa Barnwell walking down a hallway at around 8.40 in the morning while the Pledge of Allegiance plays over the school speakers. Once Barnwell rounds the corner, she's stopped by a school instructional assistant. She snatches my ID and she's like, she's going to report me to the office. And I'm just confused. I'm like, get your hands off of me. Get your hands off of me. Like, you can hear me say that in the video. And it's just, I was just in disbelief. Like, I had never expected something like that to happen to me. And because of this moment, the Barnwell family is now filing a federal lawsuit against the Lexington One School District and the State Department of Education. Barnwell's parents were stunned at what they saw and say this goes beyond yeah. their daughter not stopping to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I just can't believe this has happened. You know, why would the teacher, you could see in the video, why would the teacher single out my daughter when you could clearly see that other students is walking in this video? But at that particular day, she zoomed in on my daughter. And the family's lawyer, Tyler Bailey, says Barnwell had a constitutional right to not stop for the pledge. The thing that's beautiful about America is we have freedom, freedom of religion, freedom <laughs> of expression, freedom of speech. And students in our schools should feel safe. They should not feel threatened for exercising their constitutional rights. According to the Lexington One School District policies, their rules also state that students do not have to participate in the pledge. As for the instructional assistant, who the family lawyer says allegedly touched Barnwell and backed her into a wall, the Lexington One School District says she is still employed at River Bluff High School. It will not be tolerated. And we will gain justice for this action that she did. And according to the town of Lexington Police Department, the school employee has not been arrested or charged with anything in regard to this incident either. And as for when this lawsuit will play out in court, that date is still unknown. The family lawyer says they have to go through a conference period with the other lawyers involved in the case, a research period as well, and there's still time for the school district to meet with the family. Reporting in studio, Peyton Lewis, News 19, WLTX. Well, now you're, okay, saw her, you know, same old thingy. Now, I don't blame her. You know, I quit saying the Pledge of Allegiance. To this. As a matter of fact, I used to start saying, I don't pledge no stinking allegiance to no stinking flag or no stinking America because this fucking country stinks. I start saying that basically. Oh, shit. I don't know. When did they? I may have been fifth or sixth grade. Because it, actually, I think in the high school, we stopped saying the players. We totally refused. No, that's, I think it was in high school I said that. Because that's when I was cussing me. And I, I didn't curse in fifth or sixth grade. But, or well, maybe it was eighth grade. I don't know. 
Anyway, I know one thing for sure. I quit saying that shit long ago because I mean, when I realized the realization of America, none of that shit applies to us black folk. So I don't pledge any allegiance to shit in this country. I, I'll pledge allegiance to the downfall of this country, but not the uplifting of it. And like I said, you know, these people still have, y'all, y'all let them roll the clock back, fuck it. I, I don't care, you know. They'll probably come around and say, now nah, you got to send your plans again. After they go to court, they'll bring it back to the Supreme Court. They'll be back in the same shit. Same shit went through 60 years ago. Stop this bullshit right back. Because y'all let it happen. So I, I really don't. I'm not going to get upset about it. You know, the, true enough, the person had no right to grab her and put their hands on her. But that's another thing. You know, white motherfuckers got a bad habit grabbing up on black people. I don't know why. They just got to touch us. Now, her mother said, we will get justice resolved. No, you should have took, sorry, say this, sister girl. You should have took your little happy ass up there and smacked the shit out the wall. That's right. But you won't. And then you got a husband there, too, father. Somebody should have been knocked the fuck down. Because you see where this is going. This happened in November of 2022. It is now March of 2023. It is still not filed because their court, their Lawyers saying we gotta go through all this other shit, talk to their lawyers and all that other bullshit before they can do anything. So that means or nothing happens. School will be out in a couple of months. Fuck that bitch. These people are still working like they said the the teachers, two teachers still working, the French will still work. And you Negroes just SOL, you know, that's that's the way it is. And they're not going to change that. So I don't get why. Well, yeah, I do, because you're afraid. My daughter worked in Columbia, South Carolina, when she was alive. She got out the, uh, well, she was in the Air Force, her and her husband were basically stationed there. And she said how backwards the people are. She said, you know, they still think they're slaves. They're not going to do nothing about the system. And you can see that when this lawyer jump over here and say, you know, we as Americans, Negro, please, we don't have shit in this country. I wish black folks would quit. Well, they, you know, we in America, that's what makes the beauty of this country. There's nothing beautiful about this country. Nothing. Bro. Nothing. I don't know why. But then, like I said, I've said this before. A lot of these Negro lawyers and so-called civil rights activists and pundits, they do not want to upset the white people. Or maybe it's the liberals or whatever. Because they always try to put some kind of we inclusive BS into stuff they do when they sue us tonight. Well, it's all of us stuff. You know, some kind of shit to make the liberals and the middle of the, middle of the road uh, cracker Republicans say, well, you know, they may be some good Negroes. You know, they may be some good Negroes. You see, and that's what that's the way you know a lot of these lawyers with these cases, a lot of these black folks speaking for black folks. They they don't, they don't say nothing to upset the white motherfuckers. You know, because basically what he should say was he should have said dad went up to school and beat the shit out the motherfucker and touched his child. Nice looking girl. I don't think she don't look like one of those troublemakers either. I can tell you the troublemakers. They the kind who they ain't got no damn daddy standing there talking. They ain't got no damn mama standing. Their mama up there all kind of 
you know, looking like no, he is not a or daddy looking like, you know, or daddy ain't even there. You know, if he is there, he kind of daddy with, he got on 50,000 tattoos. No, it looks like she come from a pretty decent family, so I'm quite sure she's quite well-versed. And, and I don't blame her. Somebody walk up and grab you. You're there, right? Put your, get your hands off me. See, like I said, well, white people love to do that to black people. They start this shit early in life. They walk up, they, they, them and they pig as cops. They do. They walk up and grab black folks. They got to put. They got their nasty fucking hands on us. Why? We don't like being touched no more than you do. But it seems like that's they. They, they that's they God-given right to grab black folks, and we supposed to just take it. Now, if the young lady is hard off and knock the fuck out the bitch, they grab her. All of a sudden, everybody be talking about how wrong she was. And which I saw some of the comments, and true enough, as usual, from the crackers, is more to the story than this. Even though you're looking right at it, the girl coming around the corner, she's not bothering nobody. She's on her way to class. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, is it 20 minutes to 8? Let's see, 20 minutes after 8? So she's very early. She's early. Let's see, was it 20 minutes to 9? Well, I don't know what time it was. But so she's early, so she's not late for class. So why? Because they playing this love the white man's uh, anthem on the PA. Do we have to stop there and say, love you white crackers for Every, all the shit you did to us, continue doing, and gonna do in the future. No, we're not saying that. You know, so she she wasn't bad attention to it. She going about her business. But, like I said, white mugs, they got to grab up on black people. Now, like I said, this lawsuit probably ain't gonna go nowhere. They may get, if they do, they get a couple of thousand dollars. And TJ ain't gonna be fired, the person ain't gonna be fired. Y'all gonna get that. Like I said, what you should have did is went to the school and had your daughter point the bastard out. Okay. Took your daughter home because she was all upset. So baby, it's going to be all right. Later to the after school, followed that bitch home and stomped her right to fucking hell in front of her family, right in front of her house. And said, don't you ever touch my child again. If you have something to say, you talk to somebody. Don't grab my child. But he didn't do that and he did the most. So they'll be in court for nothing. You know, crime, plead, massive. Go get the other massive for messing with my child, massive. <laughs> I said, this is a common tip for black folks. Keep on, keep on, keep on trying to reinvent the wheel. I doubt you're going to get it to work. But keep on trying, because you see them keep on trying. The more I keep telling you it ain't going to work, the more you keep trying. Keep trying. That's your prerogative. As I said, had it been my child, been a whole different story. May not even be here today to tell you about it. Because, you know, unless she do something wrong or did something wrong, if my kids did something wrong in school, the teacher knocked the fuck out of them. The teacher had the right to, as far as I'm concerned. But now, my child didn't do anything wrong. And you just feel like you want to assert your authority. 
You need to go do that because your kids, it's your house, not mine. But these people take it and they always run the court, hoping to get a couple of dollars for some bullshit. And my best satisfaction, I tell people this all the time, especially black parents, you know, you go do this child getting killed innocently, ain't did nothing. Like I said, I'm not talking about thugs and murders and all that. Just you got your family out there, they get killed by the pigs for no reason. Or they get killed by the coons in your neighborhood. And you know who they are. You know, well, or somebody do some injustice to your family and you know who they are. You know, like I said, if y'all quit being cowards, you know, and go out here and handle your business yourself quietly, it will stop. And you got these white cops like right up. They're always like five deep. When they call for backup, it's like five more of them no good, nasty, filthy bastards show up. But, and all y'all do is film and talk loud around it. And I look at you like, damn fool, you ain't gonna do shit. Shut the fuck up. Let them take the fool to jail or the guy to jail or whatever, girl or whatever. Because you ain't doing shit to run your mouth. You know, so, <clears throat> like I said, I hope the best for them. They probably won't get shit so tough. You should just want to do it. Sometimes, like I said, money ain't everything. Pride. Once you get pride about yourself and your family and your kids and your people around you, the money will come because other mugs will back up off you because they know that you have pride and you will put them in the ground. So they're going to pay all kind of money to make sure you're happy and keep you the hell away from them. But black people, I guess, y'all don't have no pride. <laughs> I guess not. No pride. Well, as I said, sometimes, black folks, you got to do better. You know, sometimes money ain't the answer to everything, especially when it comes to your family and dignity and respect. See, black people, you fell into that trap, and the white governments know that. All over the world, they give you what their money, what you think is worth something. And you sell your soul for them. When you go take their money and run the court for situations like this, or when these pigs kill your children, or or some animal out there shoots your family member, and you go take money or a court for that to get justice, they, they've got they've won already. The system, the white male, the white man system has beat you because you have forgotten that you are human. And that no amount of money or material thing can take away the pain that you lose when you have no dignity and no pride about yourself. When your family looks at you and they turn their head down because daddy or mama has no pride. They'd rather, mama, you'd rather run to church and pray to the sky daddy and daddy 
if you got one. Okay, let's put it like this, the ones who have a daddy, if you got one around, he'd rather, what, do nothing, talk a lot of crap, or run the court, get some lawyer, and they talk about what happened to you or to the family in court. In the interim, you're sitting there, the person that's been aggrieved, in pain. And nobody sees that pain. Nobody feels that pain but you. Where you're hoping for a better outcome, your father or your mother, they're looking for a financial outcome. As I said, money is great if you can keep it with a clear conscience. But me, as a child, and maybe it's because of the way I was raised. I thought of my father was the baddest motherfucker in the world. <laughs> Seriously. I guess what most young men do. And he didn't let me down. No, he did not let me down. You know, <clears throat> you did not put your hands on his kids. Now, he may have beat us halfway to death and tried to throw us out the window or something. <laughs> But that's him. We we his kids. He do it. But it wasn't money. He didn't. He wasn't going to sue you for money, for messing over his family. And that was most of the folks in in the the men in my my family. So I took that mantra all too. You know, I'm not one of the people to go up to school and jump on teachers and fuck with people like that. And neither was my family. Neither were my parents. If the teacher beat our ass and we deserved it, we got our ass from then we got one at home. Fine. But in this instance, this young lady going about her business because they, she don't want to say the pledge and she's not even thinking about it probably. You know, she probably don't say it. She hasn't, like she said, she hasn't said it in years. So she... I ain't even thinking about it. Just going on to get to class before I'm late. And she gets snatched and accosted like this. And her family comes three months later talking about a, loss, a lawsuit. No proud. No pride. I say, you know, black folks across the world, this is what they, they've got your buffalo. They take away your self-respect, your dignity, and your pride. They is the white man. Okay, let me get that real clear to you. They is the white man, and then they got your other days, which is the Negroes, following they, which is the white man's idea of justice, which in most cases means shit to us. A couple of paper dollars or whatever. You know how your child looks at you when you do that? When you take money for their life or their humiliation, do you know how a child feels about that? No. Y'all don't think about that. Y'all go out and you get some money if the child ain't dead or the family member ain't dead. Y'all get a few million dollars. 90% of you fools don't know what to do with it. You go out and buy everything. Buy some nice house, buy big cars, whatever. Shit. Buy clothes and all that shit. Maybe move to a better area. But the person that was agreed, you ever ask them how they feel? Especially a child, because a child don't forget shit. They don't, ever. I never forgot anything. 
when a child is hurt, they don't forget. They don't care about no damn money. They want to see mama and daddy go out there and kick ass and take names in a situation like this. Because like I said, this little girl don't saying she was a bad kid. I don't know. I could be wrong. Saying she was raised decently, saying the family's decent. But there comes a time when the father's got to step up and be the man of the house if he's there. And in this case, he should have said, fuck it. No, sweetie, come on, let's go. Well, daddy, we going for a ride. And after he had found out where this woman lived, though, they should, he should have headed her off at the pass, got his car and beat the living shit out of her right in front of his child. And said, now, dear, this is how daddy keeps your pride going. This is how daddy gives you back your self-respect. This is what I'm telling you, daughter. Money cannot buy you respect. The only thing that buys you respect is how you react to a person disrespecting you. That's what gets you your respect. Keep your dignity and keep your pride and let them keep their money. Because you'll remember whooping his ass a lot, lot longer than that money will last. And that's the truth. But a lot of us don't see that. But like I said, to me, why people just they sell their souls for the damn dollar. You just don't know how your kids feel. A child feels much better when they see somebody physically stand up to them that have done them wrong. Mm-hmm. Then they will the, uh, the greatest amount of money you can put in their hand because it don't mean shit. It's not that it's not their pockets that's empty. It's their heart that's empty. Empty of pride and dignity. Great content, Brother Last. Is this another one? Oh, no, it's the same one. All right, y'all. It was just uploaded that one, so there's no more after that. Go ahead and uh, in these streams. Black family, be safe out there. Beige Park has said that price increases across the USA are expected to remain moderate throughout this entire year of 2023. This is according to contacts at the Federal Reserve. In continuation of that, amid heightened uncertainty in the Beige Book, they say that contacts predicted that the economic conditions will not improve significantly in the coming months. So basically, they're telling you things are about to remain just as bad as they have been or might even get worse. We have the setup for a recession unfolding, says the Citadel founder Ken Griffin in a report to Bloomberg. Now, that's just a part of the puzzle. You know that when a country goes broke, it goes to war. The Taiwan defense minister has said that if China makes a move against the Taiwan military, the military's role is to fight. He said that Taiwan will not allow repeated provocations against the country. Back to what's happening in the economy, the portfolio manager at one of the world's largest hedge funds has said that 
He specializes in real estate. And what's happening in real estate right now is one of the largest bubbles that is popping. A billionaire investor, Mark Mobius, has said that China is currently restricting the flow of capital out of the country, saying in a warning to others that he cannot get his money out. The central bank keeps buying gold, and maybe you should too. After a record year in the year 2022, they're buying gold in record numbers in the year 2023. During just January, the uh, bank bought 31 tons of gold. That is a 16% increase. Now, what you see happen is when a government loses confidence in another government's currency, as is what is happening in the United States dollar, banks across the world will buy up gold instead because it will be a return to gold that is used during the interim period between the USD and maybe the Chinese currency, or maybe even a combined new currency. You have to remember, Russia and China have openly said now that they are instituting a new world economic order. With that, you'll likely see the complete deletion of the United States dollar as the uh, reserve currency of the world and an institution of a new currency, maybe even a gold-backed one by Russia and China. What would bring people more together against the United States dollar than to be using gold once again? Now, the peak rate, according to economists, is going to be higher than anticipated. Revisions show that inflation is higher than expected. There is almost no deflation in services. Decisions are being made right now that show inflation is going to continue to be sticky and bumpy, meaning you're going to see more inflation in some cases soon. We are in a recession, you and I are. Just because the Federal Reserve and the U.S. government does not come out openly and say that the U.S. government is in a recession, the U.S. economy, doesn't mean the people that are governed by the government are not. New intelligence data that is being reviewed by U.S. officials suggests that a pro-Ukrainian uh, group is the one who carried out the attack on the Nord Stream pipeline last year. Isn't that funny how things have changed once Russia came out and said that they were going to bring new evidence to a uh, international uh, reporting source? From the RBA, they say, however, given the economy's limited spare capacity and historically low unemployment rate, the board remains extremely concerned about a new potential for a price wage spiral. You and I can already see it happening. And what happens is, look at what happened with Home Depot. Home Depot said, we're going to start paying our employees more. Walmart said, we're going to start paying our employees more. They're not doing this because they're going to accept paying out their CEOs and accept less shareholder money. No, they're going to pay the employees more, which is great on the press releases. Everybody says, look, I'm going to go work at Home Depot without having the capacity of brain to realize that if they pay you more, they will charge everybody even more to outpace them paying you more. So even if you say, well, look, I'm going to go work at Home Depot. Look at how much I'm going to make. I'm going to work at Walmart. You're going to be spending more on your goods that is going to outpace that payment. What they do is they do this in peaks and valleys. Pay more, charge more. Pay more, charge more. And they do this so that you don't see a direct correlation, and yet it exists. 
China is warning that right now the United States of America worst, uh, risks a catastrophe, a global catastrophe with moves to contain China. The Chinese foreign minister has said that we, as China, reject the uh, influence and the authority that the U.S. has laid upon others. We reject unilateral sanctions, a Cold War mentality, and we, speaking for China, defend China's sovereignty and security. When speaking on ways that China intends to solve the Taiwan issue, the Chinese foreign minister has warned that this is now a matter for the Chinese people and no other country has the right to interfere in any way. That's right, so as the United States builds up in the Philippines, as Australia, South Korea, Japan all work to build up maritime wartime defense against a Chinese invasion of Taiwan, China is saying you have absolutely no right to do it. And when they act and the U.S. is forced to react, that's a formal declaration of war because China sees Taiwan as a part of its own sovereignty, sanctity, and territorial integrity. So the U.S. fighting against China for its own land is no different in China and war's eyes than the U.S. fighting for a piece of China. That's right. That's no different than Russia fighting for a piece of Ukraine. This is a world war, and the sooner that people begin to realize it and accept it, the better prepared everybody can get. Now, they are being warned right now that if the U.S. does not put on the brakes and continue in it, it continues in its path, what China calls the wrong path, no amount, uh, no amount of guardrails will be able to stop a derailment, which is very convenient that China uses that term, and the correlation or the uh, verbal simulation of a train derailment, a train overturning. And China says that it will be bound to conflict and confrontation. Now, my question for you, as we look at all of these events taking place, the plants and factories going up in flames, the train derailments day after day, you want to be told by some uh, agenda-driven outlets that, oh, this happens all the time. It does not in this volume in this level and so with these events taking place day 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 after day and china coming out and saying things like derailment and guardrails and overturning maybe there's a part of the bigger piece here i'm not saying there is but we just have to monitor because at the end of the day we can only take information digest it and try to build our own puzzle china says that relations with the u.s have left a rational have uh, left or diverted from a rational path. They said conflict and confrontation is on the way. World leaders are suggesting that an ongoing trade war with China will make inflation impossible to bear for the rest of the world. The U.S. State Department has said that China has barely clearly taken a side in the Russian and Ukrainian conflict. <clears throat> and so that has forced the U.S. and Europe to take a side as well. Economists are warning that first-time home buyers right now face, uh, are facing the least affordable market ever on record. They want you to think everything is okay. 
It's very clear by the information we bring you every day that you can go and be a Google Ninja yourself and find out after you hear it here that this is simply not true. We are in an economic collapse. The world is in conflict. We do have extreme weather and world events happening. Get ready, folks, because it's going to be too late for somebody today. Admiral John Aquilin, uh, Aquilino, commander of the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command, has stated in a meeting recently with South Korean counterpart officials that the USA will immediately shoot down North Korean ICBMs if they are launched in Guam territory or over Guam or into the Pacific Ocean. He emphasized that the U.S. is prepared to take on North Korea. Back to the economy in the Bank of America, the uh, CRO, Brian Monahan, has said that the U.S. economy will enter into a technical recession in the third quarter of this year, 2023. Let me tell you something, as they accept that the U.S. economy, that means basically the corporations and the government are in a recession, things are going to be in some ways past the point of no return for millions and millions of people. You'll have lost your job, lost your house, lost your car, foreclosed, repossessed, taken away, can't afford it. And that's what they want, folks. The Federal Reserve has come out and openly said their only fight to inflation, to high prices right now, is you losing your job. Why? Because then corporations will have to lower the price of goods. Car makers will have to lower the price of cars. Service operators will have to lower the price of services because no one can afford to pay for it. Their answer to your current financial hardship is more financial hardship for you. That's why I tell you that there comes a point in time where people revolt. Now, this is not looking good at all. The U.S. intelligence director has said that Russia will have to rely wholeheartedly on its nuclear weapons, on severe and crippling cyber attacks, and the backing of China in order to retain superpower status after a defeat in Ukraine. That's dangerous. At an intelligence committee hearing, a Senate intelligence committee hearing, the director of national intelligence, Haynes, said that Russia has suffered losses that will require years of rebuilding, and it will leave less uh, capable Russia, that basically Russia will not pose a conventional military threat anymore. And let me tell you why that's dangerous, because every step along the way in this conflict, Russia has said that if Russia is threatened as an entity, that basically means as a government, as a country, as a military threat, it will go to nukes. As a result, Haynes has said that Russia will become even more reliant on asymmetric options. It's nuclear weapons capabilities, space capabilities, infrastructural sabotage, cyber attacks, and it will relay, uh, retain reliance on Russia. They now warn that as intended, Russia is less of a traditional military threat. It will leave it reliant on these options, nuclear weapons, a nuclear launch, cyber attacks against infrastructure, setting up their spies to attack 
infrastructure in other countries using space technology. And it will rely on China basically selling itself out to China to remain a uh, superpower. Some outlets are now reporting that solar energy production is going to increase the um, price of silver in the next couple of years. That's good news for you. Right now, silver is very cheap. I don't often talk about people buying into precious metals, but I do know that as Russia ushers in a new world economic order, they're going to rely heavily on precious metals. In doing so, that is going to mean that anything you hold from copper to lead, the big wink there, to uh, silver to gold is going to go up in price. Silver demand was at record levels in 2022, and there is no reason, according to reports, to believe that it is not going to continue to run hot over the next couple of decades. One of these reasons is increasing demand for silver in the green energy sector. Australian studies project that solar cells will use most of the world's silver reserves in the coming decades. Reports show now that under the government allowance of government officials, scientists have revived a zombie virus that has remained dormant in an oxygen-free environment for the past 48,500 years. Why are they doing this? To prepare for its so-called reawakening in the coming changes of our world. There's going to be a lot going on with permafrost that is a concern and it really shows why it's important that we keep much of the permafrost frozen, says Kimberly Miner. She's a scientist at the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory and at, the, uh, at its facility at the California Institute of Technology. They are stressing that to better understand the risk that reawakening a multi-century old frozen virus poses to humanity, not to mention, and this is on my own note, the medical significance of a, at a military level on how to weaponize such a virus. John Michael uh, Clovery, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that French name, at the Emeritus uh, Professor of Medicine at, uh, and Genomics at the uh, University School of Medicine in France, they have taken samples from the Siberian permafrost. And working together with colleagues, they have brought back this zombie virus. They said it could cause a massive depopulation event all across our world. Now, in their own words, their efforts to detect viruses frozen in permafrost were partly inspired by a team of Russian scientists who, a couple of years back, revived a wildflower from a 30,000-year-old seed tissue. Since then, of course, Scientists have successfully brought back microscopic animals. Then they performed life-saving, life-changing research in 2015. They isolated a different virus type that targeted amoebas. And in the latest research published just in February, they isolated several strains of ancient viruses. These viruses have, viruses have the capability of infecting animals. They're playing with things that they don't understand. And that has very dangerous consequences for us. Latest strains represent five new families of viruses, they say. On top of the two they had revived previously. The oldest was 48,500 years old based on uh, different printing and dating techniques. 
It came from a sample of earth taken from underground from an underground lake 52 feet below the surface. The youngest samples found in the stomach contents and the coat of a woolly mammoth's remains were 27,000 years old. An amoeba-infecting virus are was shown to be still infectious after such a long period. This indicates that we have a bigger problem, Clavery has said. Yeah, he fears that people bad. regard the research that he does as a scientific curiosity, but they don't understand that people can be infected by viruses that will become lost from their dormancy. We view these amoeba-infecting viruses as surrogates for all other viruses that might be in the permafrost, he has told reporting outlets. We see the traces of many, many other viruses, he adds, so we know they are there. We don't know for sure whether or not they're still alive. But it's within reason that if the amoeba viruses are still alive, there's no reason to believe the other ones are not. Imagine the dangerous weaponization capabilities. Now, traces of viruses and bacteria that can infect humans have been found before preserved in permafrost. A lung sample from a body that was exhumed in 1997 from permafrost in a village on uh, one of Alaska's peninsula showed genomic material from an influenza strain, possibly from uh, the 1918 strain. In 2012, scientists confirmed a 300-year-old mummified remains of a woman that was buried in Serbia contained smallpox. No way you want to leave that they bitch there. They are things they don't understand. An outbreak of anthrax in Siberia affected dozens of humans, dropped 2,000 reindeer. These motherfuckers. It was also linked to a permafrost exposure. It allowed years-old spores to rise to the surface from old burial grounds and animal carcasses. Now, Brigitta uh, is a professor at the uh, University's Department of Clinical Microbiology in Sweden. She said there needs to be better surveillance. But the real risk here that I see is that scientists, scientists are bringing them back to life. And anything that science can do, military looks at and says, how can we weaponize this? And then you have disasters in the making. I want to thank you for being here with us today and every single day. I hope that you will join us back here tomorrow only on YouTube at Full Spectrum Survival for headlines from America and from around the world. Information brought to you here some days, sometimes days before you hear somewhere else. You and your family can make good, informed decisions because that's what I want from you. You don't have fear or concern, as much concern when you're prepared. So be as prepared as you possibly can be. I hope that you and your family will stay safe and keep watch. This week's Full Spectrum News is brought to us by each one of you, all of our members on Patreon. Make sure that you check out contingencymedical.com. You can use the code FSS10 to get a discount there of real antibiotics from real doctors sent by real pharmacies. Also, nutrientsurvival.com forward slash FSS has long-term 